So we're going to convert. Oh, there you go. Big difference, huh? I wanted the headset because I like to talk with my hands. It's part of the uh, Sicilian in me, so, but praise the Lord. All right, so today um, we got announcements coming up on the screen, and if we can bring those up, I want to get into that and then go ahead and uh, begin with this message. This message came to Brother Michael, and this is something that God's been working on us um, to get us set for Easter Sunday, saints. How many are you ready for this Resurrection Sunday? Because I know what I know. I know what I know as the Spirit of God has spoken to me. This Easter Sunday, this Resurrection Sunday, 2021, is not going to be like any other Easter Sunday. And that's all I can give to you right now. But I would, I would highly recommend, strongly suggest, get yourself, gird yourself up this week. Get ready for Resurrection Sunday, 2021. Because I can tell you this, this Resurrection Sunday is going to have an impact. I said, it's going to have an impact. Where is it going to have an impact? Not only into the lives of God's beloved, but the Lord was speaking to me two days ago saying, this Easter Sunday is going to have an impact upon the nations. Come on, upon the nations of the world. Amen. And we're going to see the evidence in Jesus' mighty name. All right. Welcome. Please remember to share the live stream. Tag somebody. And uh, we want to ask you right now, those of you that are in the sanctuary. Okay, I got to slow down. I'm getting excited. Yeah, already. Already. <laughs> All right. So. For those of you that are here, we're going to ask you to prepare your tithes and your offerings. We're going to be collecting those a little bit later. As you're listening to this word being given tonight, uh, sincerely, pray. What is the Holy Spirit leading you to give? Is, if he's telling you to give a dollar, then give a dollar. If he's telling you to give you $10, give $10. Is he telling you to give a million dollars? Please be obedient to that. No, I'm just kidding. As God is leading you, it's not about the money. Come on. It's not about the money. It's the giving. It's the giving of the tithes, as Dr. Steve was telling us. In the giving of the tithes, we need to understand it's not a religious thing that we do. Because the Bible says that the tithe is holy. Amen. Our tithe unto God is holy. Not only in the material things, of, uh, excuse me, in the monetary things, the 10% of our income, but everything else that we give unto the Lord of 10% has got to be holy unto him. Amen. All right, so let's pull ourselves around here. Um, oh, if you want to give online, you can go to EncounterGenesis.com, tithely slash to give, or you can text 669-236-2202. If you get a recorded message, redial that. Just kidding. Come on. Our services here are Sunday at 3 p.m., Monday at 7.30, and Friday uh, also at 7.30 in Jesus' mighty name. All right, so we bless you today. Um, we've got coming up this, this year, April 14th, Shamar 2021. Can I get a witness in the house? There's some of you that are in the house today. You joined uh, Shamar 2020. How many? Can, can I get a shout? How, how was it for you? How was that year 2020 with the Shamar group, with the young prophet Andrew and uh, Minister Michelle? Now, it was a good time. We had a great, we learned some stuff. It was really good. Amen. So they're all girded up. They're ready for 2021. If you want to uh, uh, sign up for that, you can go to uh, EncounterGenesis.com and, uh, Mom, where is it? EncounterGenesis.com. Um, under events. Thank you. 
under events and you can sign up. It's still available if, um, and there's provisions there that uh, are being made uh, to help you financially uh, to pay for that. So anyway, go to that Deborah Institute live stream only on April 17th in Jesus mighty name. All right. It's a live stream only and then the next month, uh, May, you'll be live in the sanctuary here in Hen House. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. Prophetess Yvonne is in the house of good God praise. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. All right, so I want to step into the, the message here, but I'm going to pull around here. And um, I, last Monday, I, I released a word talking about afflictions and, and things in the body because I was dealing with something. And evidently, my translation was misunderstood. So I want to uh, step into that for just about five minutes and explain what I was talking about. Oftentimes, when our body is afflicted or we feel in um, uh, something, uh, an affliction or, yeah, uh, a disease, anyway, uh, if, if we get hit by the enemy, oftentimes those things that come our way are not necessarily for ourselves. Now, please hear this. Sometimes we experience these things, and when we do, uh, it is a place to where we need to seek counsel of the Holy Spirit because sometimes, not all the time, but often we're feeling those things, the symptoms of an affliction or an infirmity, so we will intercede on behalf of somebody else. That was my point last week. And so what took place with Brother Michael last week, what I was enduring was something that I did that caused my body to be in the condition it was. And so I was praying through that. I felt the release of the Holy Spirit. The, the pain and discomfort left, left me. Um, it was progressive. It was slow, but it was progressive. But I'm completely restored. The point is, is that oftentimes these things will come our way. And we've got to consider, are they for us? What I was explaining last week, saints, was uh, uh, when we had our spiritual warfare conference four years ago with Jennifer Ivaz, she was here and she was ministering and she began to say, you know, she felt something come upon her and she said, that's not for me. And she began to explain, sometimes those things will come upon us and they're not for us. But then we go into the place of praying, intercession, and God will move on our behalf who were praying for another person. So I just wanted to clarify that. Not all things, not every time, but sometimes those things come upon us, and God calls us to intercede on behalf of another individual. We often see that here in the services here before the COVID hit. We'd have the people come up, the brothers and sisters in the faith, they'd come up, they'd get in line, we would lay hands upon them. As they were coming up, we could feel the, uh, the infirmity, or we would sense, or we'd get note, a word of knowledge of an affliction or something going on within their body, and we simply prayed into it. And as we pray into it, the Spirit of God moves on the scene. Amen? Sometimes he's instant, sometimes he's suddenly, sometimes he takes his time, but, uh, and then sometimes he's really, really, re He's very radical, and uh, the person will go down under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. So I just wanted to clarify that tonight. If there's any more questions, get, get, a, uh, get that question to us uh, by um, email or through uh, uh, our, our um, mailing address uh, on uh, Genesis, uh, EncounterGenesis.com. All right. All right. Hallelujah. All right. Explain this. Speak of you. So I, 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 I'm going to give this to you. It's just a little bit because the message is already prepared for next Sunday. 
But uh, this is so powerful. You know, we're stepping into Easter Sunday. Every, every year we celebrate as Christians, we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord. And so this last week, I started getting visions, you know, being a seer and prophet, and getting visions and seeing into the spiritual realm, and literally was taken into the, through the court of the time, and I saw the stripes on Jesus' back. And in that vision, the Lord gave me a word, and I'm just going to give you a little bit, so you're going to have to watch next week, or come on Sunday, that those stripes on his back were symbolic of a veil. Hello? A veil. Amen? That's all I'm going to give you. So if you want more, you have to be here on Sunday, Easter Sunday. It is powerful, man. I was wrecked. Yeah, I was, I was wrecked. Hallelujah. All right. The veil was torn. Okay. And what it, a little bit more, and what, what, <laughs> what the result of that was that veil on his back when it was torn, come on, gave us access. Come on, gave us access into the holy of holies amen? amen have you been there have you gone there well maybe after tonight you'll get it and you'll go there before easter sunday in jesus mighty name all right compensation now so often i was talking with the apostle dave so often god will give us something and it's just one word like that and before you know it you're in, into the scriptures you're into the conversation with the holy spirit and before you know it, you're running with this thing amen and so when he gave me this word compensation i thought okay where are we going to go with this well we tonight we got a good word amen. come on we got a sure word of prophecy amen all right hallelujah compensation it is something that counterbalances or makes up for an undesirable or unwelcome state of affairs. It's a factor having the opposite effect that, to that of another, and so preventing it from exercising a disproportionate influence. That's a big word there. All right. In other words, it's a weight that balances another weight. All right, the definition was very kind of lengthy there. But bottom line, it's a weight that balances another weight. So when we turn to the book of Exodus, the great Exodus, we see compensation was made, right? Something that counterbalances or makes up for an undesirable, uh, un unwelcome state of affairs. So we see in the great Exodus, compensation was made. The people of Israel, they were in bondage. As slaves to men. And so in this compensation by God, we see that God comes to bring the liberty of freedom in the arms of God as their redeemer. God redeems Israel from the bondages of men as slaves. Watch what, and this was, this was something that was given to Job long, uh, before all this was taking place. He says, on all that Job had gone through, all that he experienced, Job knew God. He knew God without doubt. He knew God even as he was tempted and, and persuaded by uh, family members and friends that not to listen to God. This is what he says. But as for me, I know that my Redeemer lives. Long before Jesus comes on the scene, he releases prophetic word. 
God gives them a word of knowledge. Amen. And he says, and that he will stand upon the earth at last. So we hear a prophetic word of Job knowing that his redeemer lives and he confirms, he says, he will stand upon the earth at last. So at the end, come on, at the end of time, Jesus, come on somebody, Jesus will stand on the earth and he will be recognized as the one who redeems. All right. In Psalms 19, verse, I'm sweating already. Woo! In Psalms 19, verse 14, David makes this proclamation. May my spoken words, does anybody speak the word of God? May my spoken words and unspoken thoughts be pleasing even unto you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Come on, come on. Hallelujah. All right. Isaiah writes this very descriptively. I, I, just, I you know, I, I go into the scriptures here and, and I read the lives of the prophets, and I get, I, I get so, uh, so tickled. I get so uh, excited because here we see the Spirit of God moving then, speaking in the lives of His prophets then, and He's doing that same thing today in the lives of His people. Amen. And so He's able to to write under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. He says in Isaiah forty one fourteen. Despise though you are, fear not, O Israel. He's speaking to the people of Israel. For I will help you. This is God speaking through the mouth of his, his prophet. Even in all of their rebellion, <laughs> hallelujah, Jesus is speaking. He says, for I will help you. I am the Lord, your Redeemer. I am the Holy One of Israel. The conversation is that God himself as redeemer will come to redeem. He will come to redeem, regain Israel as his very own. In Isaiah 43, 14, the Lord, your redeemer, is get, come on, because this is where compensation comes in. Jesus is our redeemer. He's the one who brings compensation into our lives. Listen, the Lord, your redeemer, the Lord, the Holy One of Israel says, for your sake, I will send an invading army against Babylon. Listen to what he's saying. I'm going to send an army to redeem you from the works of your enemies that will walk in almost unscathered. The boasts of the Babylons will turn to cries of fear. Isaiah 44, 6, he says this. The Lord, the King of Israel says, yes, it is Israel's redeemer. Come on. The Lord Almighty who says it, I am the first and the last, there is no other God. In every chapter of the Bible, the reader will witness God's love and his redemptive power to save, to heal, and to deliver. Amen. Every chapter. In Exodus, we find, in Numbers, we find, in Joshua, compensation was given in those chapters of the Bible. We read in in 1 Kings and 2 Kings and 1 Chronicles and 2 Chronicles, how God provided compensation for his people. Through Elijah and Elisha, as they made prophetic declarations by speaking and then doing. Come on, is somebody in this house? Is somebody on stream? You've been called for such a time as this. 2020 is behind. We're moving and advancing into 2020 and 21. And as you experience what you did in 2020, look what God has brought you through. He's positioned you. Can somebody acknowledge, will somebody witness that your Redeemer lives? Come on, that your Redeemer lives. 
Hallelujah. Through Elijah and Elisha, as they made prophetic declarations by speaking and then doing what God instructed them to do, compensation was provided. Oftentimes, God will ask us to do a peculiar thing or he'll ask us to speak a, 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 a peculiar word to somebody. And in the back of our mind, well, are they going to receive it? Or, um, is, it is, is what God is asking me to do, is it of him? Uh, is what God is asking me to speak, is it of him? There's no reason to doubt that God is calling you to speak and to do what he's asking you to do. Come on, in this time, in this transition that we're going through, there's a dynamic move of the Holy Spirit that is moving upon humanity, saints. And God is raising up vessels, even as he did then, God has raised up vessels. And although we have a few names throughout the Old Testament and New Testament, there were many other people throughout history where God, their names are not in the Bible, but God used them in a very powerful and dramatic time uh, as they were going through the things that they were going through. So saints, I'm going to ask you this. Saints, allow this word to go deep into your spirit. Come on, let it go deep into your spirit tonight. There's a move of the Holy Spirit in this house right now. Throughout the Old Testament, Ezekiel in the Valley of Dry Bones, what did God do? God spoke to the prophet and told him to prophesy or to preach. It's broken down the word is to prophesy and to preach to the dry bones. Now, the emphasis on this is that they, are, they, were, they were dry bones. They weren't dead. They were only dry. And God inspired Ezekiel to, to prophesy into those, those bones in the conversation that took place God spoke to uh, Ezekiel and said, will these bones live? And I love this, 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 uh, uh, this conversation because you see the wisdom upon Ezekiel. He doesn't argue with God. He just comes back with a question. He says, well, only you know. Only you know if they'll live. Amen? And so as the man of God begins to prophesy into the bones, uh, into those uh, dry bones, again, I'm talking to you tonight. They weren't dead. They were only dry. And as God began to speak and instruct his prophet to prophesy into those bones, what happens? You know the story. They began to reform. Come on. They began to reform. They began to become restored. Amen. And so I, I got a little note here. I want to do this right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's some of you watching today, there's some of you here in the sanctuary, you may feel like you're in a dry place. Come on. You're not dead, but you might feel like you're in a dry place right now where things aren't manifesting, things seem to, mm, you're not hearing the voice of God, you're not experiencing the Holy Spirit like you have experienced in times past. And again, this last year, 2020, was devastating in the lives of many people, especially in the body of Christ. And many of them are sitting back still waiting for God to do something. And I'm telling you to tell you right now, God is doing something right now. And if you're here today 
as you're here today and you feel like there's a dry place in your soul, your mind, your, your will or your emotions or, or the things that God is asking you to do are kind of not happening, stagnant. If you feel that it's happening with you right now, I'm going to ask you to stand up right now because we're going to pray into you. Those of you that are watching on stream in Jesus' mighty name, if you feel that there's a place in you right now that is dry. Now listen, it's not dead. It's not dead. It may be dry. We want to prophesy into life. People in the sanctuary are standing up right now. Hallelujah. Those of you that are watching on stream, God, I can extend your hands to us tonight in Jesus' mighty name. For those of you that are sitting, I'm going to ask you to turn around and extend your hands to our brothers and sisters in the faith. In the faith here. So, Father, in the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus Christ, your anointed, our Savior, our Redeemer. We pray as to prophesy into these dry places in the lives of your beloved right now. And we call forth life. We call forth moisture. We call forth wellness. We call forth the ability of life to come forth in these dry places right now in Jesus' mighty name. And, Father, whatever the enemy has used to suppress or to cause the dryness in their lives and in their ministry, we call forth the delivering power of your word, the blood of Jesus right now, that their lives are justified, their lives are sanctified through that blood, and that a demonstration, an outpouring of your spirit, not through the enticing words of man's wisdom, but in a demonstration of power, you would bring uh, uh, life back into those dry places right now in Jesus' mighty name. Those of you that are here right now, just lift your hands to heaven. Begin, begin giving thanks to God however you want in your spiritual language or in conversation. Those of you that are streaming right now, same thing. Same thing as God is, as, uh, I saw my God, here it goes. I see restoration taking place in those dry places right now. There's ministries right now. Yeah, I see God reforming your ministries. To that which was dry, God's bringing back life. I see in the spirit right now, word of knowledge, those of you who have your Bible studies at home that kind of feel like they just kind of dried up. No, God's saying, step out in faith. Come on, make contact to those who are coming to your home. Reestablish your homes as a as a prayer uh, center. Reestablish your homes as a, uh, a study center. Come on. My, don't stop. Stop waiting for God to do something. He has already done that. It's up to you to step out and, and initiate this. And as you do, life will come back. Life will come back in Jesus' mighty name. And all of God's people say, amen, amen, and amen. All right, hallelujah. Now, let me refer back to the definition of compensation. It's the counterbalances and the unwelcome state of affairs for his beloved Israel and his inhabitants. All right? The God encounter. Mm. See, saying it's, it's always a God encounter. The things we experience by the Holy Spirit of God, it's always a God encounter. It's in our relationship with him. It's in our intimacy with him. It's in the times that we take to be with him, 
to get along with him. And we've got a very powerful prophetic release for you tonight in Jesus' mighty name regarding all this. So the God encounter in the life of his prophet to prophesy, to preach uh, into, watch this. I had to break it down. Yabashe, the dry bones, was compensation to redeem Israel and acknowledge her as God's very own. And so this word coming forth over 2,500 years before the manifestation, God had caused the, the prophet to speak into those dry bones. 2,500 years later, what happens to Israel? On May 14, 1948, the establishment of the state of Israel is manifested because of a prophetic word that was spoken 2,500 years prior to that. That's the power of prophecy, saints. That's the power of a spoken word. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out, out here tonight because uh, I, just, I, I, I watch a lot of things and stuff pertaining to the kingdom of God and, and what's going on in the body of Christ. And it really is a challenge for me because I have to sift everything because I'm so quick to run here and to run there and to receive this and receive that. But I heard something the other day, and it, it, is, uh, it is similar to things that do happen within, within the ecclesia of the church. A word goes out, a term goes out, and before you know it, everybody's using it, and uh, then it seems like it's losing its potency or its power. But something came up, and it just rubbed the fur the wrong way in Brother Michael because this is what we do. We prophesy. We, we operate in the gifts, and it's been something that caused it birthed Genesis Upper Church. A prophetic word was spoken, and it birthed Genesis Upper Church, a prophetic word. Amen? And so what came out, what I heard the other day, oh, yeah, now prophecy seems to be the big thing, kind of like sloughing off, and I thought, it's always been the big thing. The prophetic word has always been. It began when God said, let there be light. And light came. And so the idea to, uh, you know, kind of just throw it out, oh, yeah, now everything seems to be, be prophetic. Well, God is prophetic. Simple as that. Amen. You are prophetic because the spirit of God lives in you. Amen. And so this concept of prophecy, the gifts of the gift, uh, the, the inspirational gift of prophecy operating and functioning, it seems to have reached a peak right now, and it's flooding the earth. People are being drawn by the gift of prophecy, by what the prophets and the apostles are prophesying by the Spirit of God. There's this draw by the heart of the Father into the lives of his people to call his people into this realm of understanding the supernatural demonstration of inspiration through prophecy and the gifts of tongues. Amen? Somebody say compensation. All right, uh, this one came, I was all done, ready to come over here, and this one was, was uh, uh, downloaded into me. And again, it has to do with the power of a spoken word and to understand that God's word is supernatural. He'll cause you to speak. That even his word, his written word, his spoken word, Apostle Dave, is that, um, is what? Oh, is that that word is has life to it, amen, and it defies the laws of physics. Come on, God's word will defy, uh, defy the laws of physics. Remember when uh, Jesus is walking on the water, he called Peter out of the boat, you know the whole story, Peter climbs out of the boat, begins walking on the water, and all of a sudden, yeah, the, 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 his faith was so great that it defied the laws of physics. 
So I turn to, let me go here, I turn to uh, 2 Kings uh, chapter 6, verse 5, and I, 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 it's, just, it's just God. It's just God. You know the story, Elijah is with the servants, they're going to they're gonna go out and they're going to build. And one of the young men, he has an axe, and the, the axe head falls off, and he runs to the prophet and says, uh, the axe head, I borrowed it. Hey, I borrowed the axe, I borrowed the axe, and the axe head just fell in the water. And so this is so cool how, how God speaks to his, his prophet and uh, gives him a word of knowledge and says, okay, go get a stick. Now, come on. God is so creative, saints. He tells the young man, go get a stick. He brings the stick to, to the prophet, and only God. So what, is, what does the prophet do? He throws the stick in the water. Now, come on. The stick goes in the water, and the stick brings an iron axe head to the surface of the water. Come on. An axe head doesn't float unless the supernatural is on the axe head. Amen. And so in this, we see compensation. Again, the man of God is there. He speaks, uh, he's spoken to by God. He gives instruction to the servant. The servant brings the stick. The prophet throws it into the, in the water. And all of a sudden, a manifestation of the Spirit of God brings the axe head to the surface. The young man takes the axe head, and now he's, he's compensated. Amen. God brings compensation into every area of our lives. And I was talking to a prophetess Yvonne today, and I thought, wow, every area, every day, in every area of our lives, God brings compensation. Amen. He is our provider. He brings compensation uh, into every area of our lives. We, he compensates us with the words we speak for his kingdom. He compensates us through the provisions that he puts on our, our, our dinner tables. In every area, day to day, God brings compensation into our lives. Amen. All right. I want to talk to you a little bit about the, 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 uh, the, uh, the Hebrew children. We know in, in the book of Daniel, uh, in the lion's den, man's intentions for Daniel's early death. I'm not getting a whole lot of my wife's responding. All right. Daniel in the lion's den, it was man's intentions for Daniel's early death. But God interrupted as Jehovah provided compensation to stop a premature death in the life of Daniel. The same thing with the Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Here they are, you know, defying the king's orders, and, and they say, we're not going to bow. It ain't happening. We're not going to bow to you. The only one we're going to bow to is Jehovah. So do what you need to do. So man's intervention says, fine. I'm going to have my way. So he throws them in the furnace. You all know the story. They crank that thing up, and it's burning. And even the guy, the men that put the, the Hebrew children into the uh, furnace there, they were consumed by the fire and the outside. So the three Hebrew children go in there. Listen what God does. The king says, we put three men in the furnace. But I see, I see four. I, I see compensation, come on, taking place on behalf of those three. Amen. So the Bible says, uh, the king says, uh, we see a fourth man like the son of man. God is always willing. Come on. God is always willing to make compensation in our lives in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. I want to turn, ask you to turn with me. Uh, let's walk through the cords of time into the life of Esther. 
compensation through the life of Esther. Amen. The children, uh, her, her, her beloved Jewish uh, uh, brothers and sisters were about to, to come to their demise. Amen. Esther and God's beloved people, the Jew. And Esther puts herself in the place of death. She positions herself for death for her people and compensation was provided to redeem God's beloved. Saints, time after time, the witness of God's eternal love finding his way into the lives of humanity. Comparatively, God, God's means of compensation does not vary from Old Testament condition to New Testament conditions. He, God as Redeemer, he who compensates, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. A complete work of compensation is confirmed in the Beatitudes. We go from Old Testament to New Testament. Please stay with Brother Michael on this because uh, you, I, I can't tell you. Something's going to happen today. Something's going to happen in this sanctuary today. Matthew 5, verses 1 through 12, in the Beatitudes. If the full compensation of God's heart in love, empowered by the Holy Spirit, birthed the ministry of Genesis Uproom Church here. Compensation has been provided to preach good tithings to the meek, to bind up the broken heart, to proclaim liberty, uh, to preach and to pro prophesy liberty into the captives and to the opening of the prison to them that are bound. The prophetic release of God's word here in compensation is found in the entire chapter of Isaiah 61, to which this ministry was birthed. God has made compensation through that word released. What does the Bible say? Here's the compensation. To exchange beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Saints, total compensation for the life of the son and daughter of the living God is found in Isaiah 61. And when this was coming down, when this is being given to me today, I remembered back in the times when mom was with us and how she received the prophetic word uh, through another prophet. And actually, it was really not even a prophet. Let me retract that. I repent. It was the idea that she met with a woman uh, who, uh, who called her out of a, a crowd in a conference, and they went over to, the, uh, to a hillside there where mom requested. And the woman had spoken to mom, prophesied unto mom, uh, and gave her a sure word of what God was raising her up to do and how she would birth a ministry such as this. Um, and all of a sudden, the testimony is, is that as the woman was speaking to Rita Mom, a breeze came. They were sitting under a willow tree, and a breeze came. And as the breeze came, it blew the willow tree, and Mom turned around to look at the, the wind and the tree. Uh, and as she turned back around, the woman was completely gone. There was a visitation. It was a word sent from God by an angel. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Total compensation for the life of a son and daughter of living God. And so today we are here in the sanctuary. Those of you that are on stream, understand that through the compensation of the life of Jesus, we, we come to a place of receiving salvation. And I want to speak into this right now as the Spirit of God is, is, is talking here. This compensation that comes through the life of Jesus and the blood that he shed 2,000 years ago. We know the power of the Holy Spirit 
as well as manifesting. And if this word is for somebody here, please do not hesitate to stand up. But as I was receiving this today, in the spirit, I saw this. There's somebody you're dealing with epilepsy. You have seizures. You're on medication. And right now, as this word was coming forth in compensation, Lord, release this, this word of knowledge. And if you're watching right now, if you're here in the sanctuary and you're dealing with seizures, I'm going to ask you to stand up. Those of you that are watching by stream, simply stand up and extend your hands this way. Because what the Lord was giving me that through this word of compensation or this understanding to compensation, everything that you needed to deliver you from those epileptic seizures comes through the blood of Jesus. It comes from the stripes that he bore. And this is what's leading us up to this, this uh, Easter Sunday, uh, 2020, 21. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, if that's you here, you're dealing with seizures, I'm going to ask you to stand up. Those that are watching online right now, those of you that are in the sanctuary, I'm going to ask you to turn around and extend your hands so that cameras will begin to pray. That those seizures that are manifesting in your lives right now be bound and cast out. That there's compensation to the life of Jesus, the stripes that he bore on his back 2,000 years ago, and the blood that he shed 2,000 years ago. It is that compensation to deliver you from the seizures, to deliver you from that assignment of the enemy that has brought that affliction upon your body and right now i see the lord cutting that cutting that uh, generational curse that's been passed down there's uh two other members in your family that also deal with those seizures uh but right now in the name of jesus i release this word of compensation the life of yeshua hamashiach the power of the holy spirit the blood of jesus that was shed two thousand years ago that that compensation it is in the redemptive quality the redemptive power of god's blood that you would no longer be experienced to these seizures that have been taking place in your life in jesus mighty name jesus my there's one standing in the sanctuary right now jeka extend your hands right now saints come on extend your hands in the name of jesus and by the power of the holy spirit i bind i speak the word of god i praise to prophesy i declare compensation over the life of this one tonight lord jesus that the seizures will cease to exist that the use of of uh, pharmacia brought to to uh, subdue and to stop these seizures will end as well in jesus mighty name and that the resurrection power the redemptive quality of the blood of yeshua hamashiach will mark his life right now mark his life in the name of jesus that is he proceeds to fulfill god's word in his life to fulfill the the spiritual destiny that god has called him into lord baraka there would be the cease the non-existence of those seizures from his past for his present, that it would not move into his future. In Jesus' mighty name. And uh, we're going to do this here. Brother, stand up. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, let this point of contact, for it is written in your word, it is not by power, it is not by might, but by your spirit, that the completion, watch this, the complete work of the cross upon the life of this one 
and the abandonment of the housing of that spirit that would provoke the Caesars now in Jesus' mighty name. I speak to you now. I serve you with an eviction notice, and I command you to flee, loose yourself, depart, never to return. I declare that assignment to be destroyed, that spirit associated with that uh, with that assignment uh, to be bound and cast into the outer darkness, into the dry place, never to return. Now, Father, you said where there's a void to fill it. So we fill that void, the residence of that spirit, Marakoshaka, where it inhabited this, 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 this brain, this mind, Shekha. We fill it with the, with the uh, love of God, the mercies of God, the grace of God. The empathy, the sympathy, prakosha, the fulfilling, yeah, complete, the fulfill that void, Lord, in its entirety. Not at 99.99%, Lord, but at 100%. We declare it done on the earth as it has already been done in heaven. In Jesus' mighty name. And God's people say. Amen. All right, let's move on this. I feel the Holy Ghost. Woo, I feel the Holy Ghost. And for everyone else that is in this sanctuary tonight, we got a full house. Thank you, Father. Will somebody celebrate with me? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right. For those of you that are in this house and those that are on stream, hear this. As we come closer to Easter 2021, listen to what the Father is saying. That the 39 stripes on Jesus' back becomes a compensation for your healing. My God, I'm getting something right. Oh, my God. The blood that Jesus shed 2,000 years ago becomes a compensation for your salvation. The blood that flowed from Emmanuel's veins becomes a compensation for your salvation. Somebody say compensation. So is anyone witnessing where the Spirit of God is taking us tonight? Come on, I, I, is anybody getting a witness where he's, what he's taking us in tonight? So listen, this reminder, this is the prelude. It is an introduction to Easter 2021, and I know what I know what I know by the Spirit of God. That in this Resurrection Sunday, it's going to have an impact upon the lives of God's people. So I would ask you tonight, are you ready? I said, are you ready? The Father's compensation by sending his only begotten son for the salvation of humanity. Are you ready? In John 3, Jesus explains to Nicodemus the reality of being born again. That is your compensation to salvation, somebody. That when we become born again, hallelujah. Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born, uh, born again when he is old? Can he enter it? The second time into his mother's womb and be born. You all know the story. And this is what Jesus answered. Surely or verily I say unto you, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. The compensation, the counterbalance is explained and confirmed to the life of God's servant. In, in Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6. Now, I don't know exactly what the Father has in mind. I don't know the entirety of what he's going to proceed to do on Easter 2021. But this I do know. It's going to have an impact. It will have an impact on any, every one of our lives. 
I encourage you, when you wake up, wake up with anticipation. Wake up with expectancy. This is not Brother Michael's words. This is the Father's words. Amen. He's about to do something. Resurrection on resurrection day in the lives of God's people, I do not know. But I know it is going to have an impact upon every born-again, spirit-filled, tongue-talking, devil-rebuking child of the Son of the living God. The compensation, the counterbalance is explained and confirmed through the life of God's servant in Zechariah 4, 6. Come on, come on. Then he answered and spoke to me. This is uh, Zechariah speaking. An angel of the Lord spoke to, to Zechariah, and he says, and this is the answer. This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, come on. If we hear nothing else today, <laughs> come on. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. God is saying that all these gifts, salvation, deliverance, healing, and provision through compensation do not come by the might of men. Do not come by the power of men, but by God's spirit and his spirit alone. God's heart to compensate humanity from the, an evil, all the evil passed down through the course of time has always met met the requirements established by the stripes on Jesus' back and through the blood that poured out of his body. Are you ready for prophetic release? I said, are you ready for a prophetic release? I want to turn to this, this, this section right here, this moment here, and explain to you that oftentimes when... Uh, we see a person operating in the gifts, uh, many who have been recognized in the body of Christ and some who don't have names are not popular, but still we see them operating and functioning. And I want to focus in here on Genesis Upham Church and its prophets, apostles, and ministers that each one of us are different in character. Each one of you are different in character. And this is something mom gave Brother Michael years ago that God will take one individual and he'll use the character of that individual to minister his word into the lives of his people so we can we can identify with christ and his characteristics but uh to be like one another or try to copy from one another it's not what god has called us to be every one of us is an individual created by god in the image that he created in his image amen but it's given each one of us characteristics and so we come in here and, and some will prophesy uh, at a level that others don't a word of knowledge will come there may be uh, on the life of an individual uh, anointing for healing for manifestation a healing in the lives of god's people but whatever the case is understand hear this understand it's not by might not by power but by his spirit says the Lord of hosts. Amen. And so today we want to, I'm ready. Woo. We want to release this prophetic word to you today. And I rejoice. I boast not in myself, but in Jesus Christ and him crucified that when mom laid hands upon me years ago, she imparted the gift of prophecy that was upon her into my life. And it is effective. I said it is effective. Because it is not by might, not by power, but by the spirit of the living God. Amen. Are you ready for an impartation? Now, this word compensation is going to fill your spirit. And as the weeks progress, as the days continue and the weeks and the months progress, as God takes you through this year, 2021, you're going to see in so many areas how God has compensated. 
the compensations that he's made for our lives to success and live in kingdom authority. All right? Here's the prophecy. During the season of prophetic fulfillment, the direction that I am leading my church, my ecclesia through, is well-founded. It's predestined to advance her by sending greater revelation. This, too, cannot come through the might or the power of men. It can only come through the power of my spirit. As you, my beloved, come on, we're talking to every one of you here tonight, and those who are on stream. To you, my beloved, called to be my own, will separate yourselves, get along with me, pray and inquire with a desire to know what is my will. I've given you my all in all through the life of my son. I've given you the ability to gain access into the holy of holies where I abide. It is far beyond the outer court experience where my people gather. Get that deep in your spirit. It goes deeper than the inner courts where my people come with sacrifices. It is in that holy place where I am surrounded and submerged in my glory, says the Lord. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Moses in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush, what was it that I caused Moses to say? Did he not say, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burning? It was my desire and my delight for Moses to see me as the great I am, the one who would redeem Israel, my beloved. Here it is, eh? Here it is. So is it for every generation after Moses and the generations of today. It is my desire that you, my beloved, would know me as the one who redeems, the one who saves, the one who delivers, and the one who provides. I have established compensations from the beginning of time, and it continues today. From the day of Adam to Eve and to the close of Revelations, even now that work of compensation will become the reality to those who call upon my name. This outward expression of mine has never changed and will never change, says the Lord. Because I do not change. I am the same as I was in the beginning, and I will remain the same until the very end. What I am proposing in this word is that you would select the times and the places to meet with me. That there would be an exchange of knowledge and understanding taking you into the depths of my word, revealing you, to you the mysteries of kingdom life and kingdom purpose. It is all founded to the life of my son and his days on the earth where he revealed my kingdom to the multitudes during his life and ministry. Today, listen, saints, today God is saying, today I offer you a word as one of the many keys to operate and function with kingdom life and prosperity. You will find it during those sessions when you selectively choose to separate yourself to me for those sessions of intimacy. 
as you do, I will pour, excuse me, as I do, I will open up your understanding to see heaven's perspectives through my eyes. As you do, the spirit of revelation will captivate your hearts, giving you the same passion my son Jesus had towards me and towards humanity. He knew the power of salvation because he became salvation. He knew the power of redemption because he became the one who would redeem. He knew compensation because he became compensation to meet the needs of humanity. Without hesitation, he stepped into the opportunity, conceived, gave birth to it, that within his heart to become flesh and blood, to live as a man and to experience what man would experience, and then take the burden of sin in death to bear it on his body that you, my beloved, would be granted eternal life. This is my promise to you today. As you prostrate yourself and open your heart wide to me, I, I will provide you with revelation knowledge, with understanding through the power of resurrection. Are you ready for Easter 2021, saints? There is so much more than what is written in my word. This knowledge does not come from the persuasive words of man's wisdom. It comes to you through a demonstration of power and love. It doesn't come by the might of man nor the, by the power of man, but by my spirit and my spirit alone, says the Lord of hosts. Consider this provision, this compensation on this resurrection Sunday. Position yourselves to become the recipient of this outpour from my revelatory gift of wisdom and knowledge. As, listen, saying, God's, God is saying this to us today. As you do, I will pour into you the life-giving breath of my ruach, my spirit, to transport carry you into the realms of heaven's glory. And you will see me to know me in the power of my resurrection and the depths of my glory. My directive is to bring my bride into a place of intimacy with love unconditional with me and with each other. The purpose to understand me in the fullness of my love towards humanity. Today I speak of my Shekinah that is in this house. It is where my visible presence is revealed to those who gather. It is followed by my Kobad, my weight. It is the splendor, God says, the magnificent features and divine character of who I am, says the Lord. There is a distinguishing factor that I am now imparting into your lives, says the Lord. It too will bring you into a place of submission. And as you yield unto me in this concept of compensation, says God, revelation will follow after revelation. 
Understanding will follow with understanding. But it will not come on its own. You need to seek it out. You need to find me in that quiet place. You need to be able to discern when I am calling you to this session and to that session. You need to discern the activity and the draw of my spirit that I, that I am operating in you and through you, says the spirit of the living God. So, saints, we're going to allow, we're going to ask you to allow this to go deep into your spirit, man. And I know this message may seem a little bit uh, out of sorts or, or maybe a little bit awkward. But in this word compensation, the Lord is asking me to ask you, what situation or what circumstance does God's compensation need to be applied in your life? What is lacking? What is missing? Where does that seem to be avoided? In the same way where God spoke earlier this evening uh, into that dry place, not a dead place, but a dry place. What area in your life? I'm going to ask you to take a few minutes here. What area in areas in your life that you need God to bring compensation for you? Is it in the area of finances? Is it in the area of health? Is it in the area of relationships? Come on. Is it in the area of of, of the family unit? Well, we're gonna we're gonna go here tonight. Is it in the area of addictions? Come on. Is it in the areas of of things that the enemy has been so precise in pulling you away from uh, following after uh, after what God is asking you to do? Whatever it is, whatever the area is, what area of compensation uh, needs to be applied uh, in your life. So we'll give you about maybe 15, 20, 30 seconds here. Consider it. Shut down. Shut down everything from the outside. And inquire of Holy Spirit. He'll show you. And we've experienced this in times past. I'm going to be quiet for just a little bit here. Give you some time now. Can we get some background? Thank you. This evening, this word has gone forth in compensation, and the reality of compensation it has already been, uh, it has already been determined. It's already been given, two thousand years ago, when Jesus hung on that cross and he said, "It is finished." Now we don't want you to go out here down and gloom. Listen, listen to what God is saying here. Jesus said two thousand years ago, "It is finished. It is finished. I become the compensation." to everything that is lacking in your life, everything and anything that might be missing. Call upon me, says God, and I will answer. Visit me in those moments of intimacy, and I will be there.
know that your lives have been sanctified by the blood I shed. Know that your lives have been justified by that blood that I shed. Take hold of what I am offering this day, says the Lord. And understand that I am moving, and I am moving swiftly. I am moving quickly. All this is in preparation to bring you to a place to stand at the forefront. So as I release my anointing upon my bride, upon my church, you will be ready to run this race. And although you have been running this race, says God, I will cause you to pick up your pace, increase your pace, says the spirit of the living God. And I don't know who this is for right now. You're sitting here, maybe on stream as well, but you're here tonight in the sanctuary. And I see pressure on your abdomen. There's been a lot of pressure, not on the outside, but from the inside. You've been, uh, and this is not to embarrass you. Maraco, the Spirit of God is in this house right now. See, we're moving forward in advanced uh, strategies by, by the Holy Spirit to um, come against the works of the enemy. And so if you're here, as you're here today and you feel pressure on your abdomen, I'm going to ask you to stand up. I'm not going to open my eyes, uh, but we're going to minister to you in just a minute. And I see somebody with arthritic condition in your shoulders. Uh, the, your shoulders are tight. There, there's pain going through your shoulders. Uh, if that is you, please stand up. Those of you that are online, if these words of knowledge are coming forth and you can identify with them, if you experience them, just simply stand up and uh, this, uh, allow the release of the Holy Spirit uh, to, to move through this. Shika priti broko sete de bababa ko aralabaki. Mahirobo usura. There it is. Again, uh, we spoke on last week. Amarakite uh, bosiriki. Somebody, you wrenched your back, you twisted your back. It's difficult to stand up and bend over. I'm going to ask you to stand up. Those online, receive it in Jesus' mighty name. Stand up and begin to do what you were not able to do. You will feel, you will, you will experience the Shekinah uh, glory, his presence upon you in Jesus' mighty name. There's somebody who's been, um, put, you put your resume out for job opportunities and you haven't been getting any responses whatsoever. I see three people right now, Barako, Rakosh, Ideke. Resumes that have gone out in the mail and no response. Tonight, your compensation is in the house. The acknowledgement of those resumes are being put in the hands of individuals. You will get a phone call. You will, you will make connection. You will be contacted based on the resumes that you sent out. 